Welcome back to the Afternoon Snack Podcast. I'm Meredith. We have Alex and Ivy's eating an apple cord, so go figure. What do you think the odds are we have to kick her out? Significant? Um, five out of ten. 50%. Oh, you give her a better odds than I do. Have you ever noticed right after she, she finishes... I know. I know they taste good. Right after she finishes eating, she like immediately takes a bath. Yeah, which doesn't really make sense because when her mouth's like covered in wet food, so you're just like, "Mm, you're gonna smell like turkey morsels all over your body. Do you ever brush your teeth right after you're done eating? Oh, I hate it. You just end up like food bits all like floating around. (laughs) But it reminds me. Remember when we used to feed her raw food, and Mm -hmm. the vet was like, "Oh, I mean, that's kind of like." You know, it's fine for them, but, you know, it presents an issue to you. And I was like, what do you mean? Then then I, like, watch her bathe after food, and I'm like, wow, icky. Like, raw food just, like, all over your cat. Yeah. You know, and they're equipped to deal with pathogens that are in raw food, but we are not. No. So, it's like, yeah, your cat may have phenomenal health, but you are going to have diarrhea all the time. So, sounds fun. Well, she said it prevents presents more of a problem for kids than it does for adults. Yeah, but I bet it presents some problems for like some adults. I mean, I have a pretty uh, finicky gut, yeah. so <laughs> I'd probably be. The worst would be in if trouble. you didn't like realize what was going on. So you have to you go to your doctor, and they're like, you know, maybe asking you a lot of questions and. You know, they're like, do you have a pet? And you're like, yeah, we have a cat. And like, what if it, if you sort of figured it out that like, oh, it's, it's the raw food that's all over my cat that I didn't realize was all over my cat. That's now getting into my mouth. And I nuzzle Ivy a lot. I know. I know. A lot. So I see like, I definitely see the risk. Yeah. As soon as she said that, I was like, yep, we are no longer eating raw food. Thanks for playing, Ive. Anyways, she's really getting after it over there. <laughs> that's good. Speaking of nuzzling. Yeah, she's nuzzling into her butt hair. (laughs) It's all good. Anyways, we were going to kick off this podcast with what? Some story time. Mm -hmm. So update on Ivy. If you listen to last podcast, she got surgery. She's doing quite a bit better. Although we've had to completely retire the crinkle balls because she ate two more and threw them up. So at one in the morning, two nights ago. Oh, I didn't hear it because I had earplugs. So did I, but I heard it and I looked and I was like, ah, oh, shit. You still didn't wake up. <laughs> I had earplugs. I never sleep with earplugs. So when I do, I'm like, I'm out. I really get them in there too. So yeah, the key with earplugs, and I taught you that trick, was to cut off the base. Mm-hmm. That, like those orange earplugs, you cut off the base that like prevent them from going too far into your ears. Mm-hmm. And then you just like ram them. You really ram them in there. This coming from the one who had to get her ears flushed <laughs> last year at Thanksgiving. Yeah. So there's probably actually a bit of a happy medium. <clears throat> oh, she's uh, she's going to sit in your lap now. Why? <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is this is good. Um, I kind of came to a realization the other day when I cooked, <clears throat> I think it was grilled chicken, right? That you have a completely, like when you don't, when you don't want something, you have like a problem with it you have a politeness issue so instead of like for the the grilled chicken i use this like everything bagel spice and i guess some of it gets kind of burnt i don't mind it alex apparently minds it so i cooked chicken the other day and i take it off the grill for eating it and i think a normal person might say 
well wait okay i'm i'm enjoying this we buy this really good chicken like it's so good it's from the farmer's market mm-hmm. and meredith puts his everything bagel seasoning on it and if you haven't had that it's from trader joe's it's delicious but when you barbecue it it's like it's got sesame seeds and garlic chips and i guess when you barbecue them it tastes like you're eating sand I, th- I thought we decided it's that's green. actually part of the, like the grill no, just needs to be clean. Because it only happens with, with the everything bagel. Okay, fine. Anyways, it's something that you notice a little more than I do. So anyways. Like most things in life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so we're like, I set it down and we're eating it. And instead of saying something like, you know what? Like last time you used this spice, I noticed that I didn't really like it very much. I forgot to mention something. Do you think we could cook the chicken with a different marinade or different uh, seasoning next time? That would be a totally normal request. But no, Alex says, hey, maybe we don't use this seasoning next time. That's totally reasonable and took about half the time to say yeah, but it's than like, the other response. It's like rude. It's kind of rude. It's to the point. Yeah, which, like, to the point, sometimes is rude. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that was... It's a work in progress. We're getting there. We have a lot that we can both work on, I think, which we highlighted in our story. The, what, yesterday? Yeah, for the advent calendar. Yeah. So, like, what was one of yours? What do you think is your... If you had to say, this is my biggest area for personal development, what is it? Um, well, the three that I put, one was forgiving... Two was forgetting, and that was kind of a joke because you know how people say forgive and forget. Yeah. But I split them up because <laughs> I really don't have that much to work on. So, right. I wanted to take up two spots with that one. And then the third was originally I had be nicer to Meredith, but then added when I'm hungry <laughs> because I didn't want people to think I'm always mean to you, which I'm not. Mm-mm. But it is a work in progress because, and I've always had this problem when I'm like frustrated or upset I like I go from zero to ten mm-hmm. and like usually the person in the vicinity takes the brunt of it and that person is oftentimes either a family member or my partner mm-hmm. and so the goal is to um not make Meredith the scapegoat when I'm stressed or anxious or mad or frustrated or anything Alex is like a the living Snickers commercial yeah Hunger is, being hangry, it's a little bit of an excuse. But sometimes I'm not hangry. Sometimes I'm just myself. And like stressed out. Yeah. So that's definitely a work in progress. Yeah. <laughs> the cat is doing a, like a barrel roll in your lap. <laughs> She's going to video this. My, um, my biggest one, I think, is like making time. Well, obviously like making time for, well, I think we both kind of struggle with that. Making time for ourselves. Because, like, it's easy just to kind of work yourself all hours of the day when you're, when you own a small business and especially when you work from home, that's an area that we're working on, but it's hard because, like, (laughs) it's like one person's like, I just need to do this one quick thing on my laptop. And then the other person's like, I mean, I mean, I guess I could do some stuff too. And then, like, like an an hour and a half later, you're like, why did we just sit on the couch at 7 p.m. and work for an hour and a half? We have to go to bed now. So that's a really bad one that I think we both get into. And then me, it's probably like not concerning myself with others' feelings quite so much when I make decisions. So that doesn't mean that I don't care about other people's feelings. But like a lot of times when it's time for me to make a decision about 
you know, what I'm, what I'm doing or like, and it is a decision that involves multiple parties. I kind of think about how, okay, what are like, what are other people going to feel like when I make this decision? And then I let that influence the direction that I go, but that's just kind of my personality. Like that's part of my personality package. So it's just like an active thing that I have to be really aware that I'm doing. Alex is real good at pointing it out. So that's, uh, that's that. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the tactic advent calendar in just a little bit, but we kind of wanted to have a little fun. And so the holidays are coming up. Um, next, is it next week? When is, yeah, 10 days, 11 days. So they're upon us. A lot of people are doing their holiday thing, baking, buying gifts. And, um, we don't usually do a lot for, for the holidays. We're, we go, um, we usually go to Maui. Your family has gone to Maui for a lot of years now. And then I started, <clears throat> I joined in what, three years ago. And, uh, so that's been kind of fun, but we're here this year cause we're not traveling. Um, so we're staying in, we're staying in, yeah, no, staying in Western Canada. We're going to go to a ski hill instead. So it's going to be a much smaller scale celebration or not celebration. Cause we're not doing anything particularly special which is a choice that we make. But uh, we thought we would relive a couple of our favorite holiday memories growing up because that's kind of fun to do. Holidays are, are a little more fun for kids, I think. I have some really good memories, and I think you do too. So um, what what stands out to you like as a memory growing up around Christmas time or holiday time? Um, I'm like, I'm lying down. We don't, yeah, this is our, we're, Alex got rid of our office furniture. We haven't moved yet. Um, so my mom makes Christmas cookies and these aren't just like any cookies. Like people will say, oh yeah, I make Christmas cookies or whatever. They don't compare it to my mom's. I'm telling you right now. She makes, um, I think like 24 to 26 different kinds each year. And like, she's been doing this for years and to paint the picture, um, my mom is pretty high strung. She was a full-time lawyer, had us two kids who at, in December were skiing like full-time. So we would ski in the city at a local hill, like two to three times a week. And then we would go to the mountains three or two times on the weekend, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or just Saturday, Sunday. So basically she had zero time, but she managed to squeeze in all this baking throughout like the month of December, basically baking all these cookies. And it's not like she would just like, you know, make some dough and throw it in the oven. It's like, she does like pinwheels with different colors, these little mittens that have, um, different color patches, snowmen, like all, like they're different balls decorated with icing um basically like these cookies are gourmet they're very elaborate they're very elaborate but they do taste good and we weren't allowed to have any before christmas so it was a whole thing like the cookies were always like the big thing in december and then we weren't allowed to have any except when there was like a broken cookie or something or an ugly snowman or whatever and then we would get them on Christmas Eve when we went to our grandparents' house before church. And we wouldn't 
eat a ton of these cookies. Like they weren't necessarily for us. My mom would pack up like, I swear, what do you think? 30 tins? Oh yeah. Easily. 30 tins and send them, like send them off to people. But it's not like you can just like, you have to hand deliver these cookies. Mm -hmm. So we would get in the car and we always would come with her. We'd have to drive around the city over the course of like two days. And there was always this one person. And I remember her name was Lorraine. It's somebody my mom used to work with. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget this memory. We got lost every single year getting to her house. <laughs> every single year. I don't know why and that like, doesn't surprise I, I me. I think I always remember because it was like my sister and I had to be really quiet because it got to the point where like the radio was just like smashed off. <laughs> you know, when you're lost, it's like you can't have any distraction as if like the radio is preventing you from like driving. And also the people in, in the car, it's their fault. Yeah. <laughs> always. Anyways. So that's always, um, it's kind of a fun memory. Yeah. But, and so we were talking. So my mom is still doing the Christmas cookies. We're packing them, helping her pack them up tomorrow. We're and not doing. We don't do many of the deliveries, just to a couple of people. But yeah. It's always a good memory and she's stuck with it for so many years. What is your favorite? I mean, not that anyone has any reference, but what's your favorite cookie that she makes? She makes these really yummy. They're called Yule Logs, maple Yule Logs. And it's like a, a maple flavored cookie. It's long. It's like shaped in a log. And then it has this creamy maple icing on top. And it's just to die for. Yeah. So delicious. She makes like these really good peppermint candy canes too, which are also delicious. Yeah. What are your favorites of hers? I like the shortbread one, the little round ones that she was actually making today. Yeah. Over there. I just love shortbread cookies. Put icing on a shortbread cookie and I'm sold. And every time she makes the cookies or when we're packing them up, she's like, oh. These are Danielle's favorites. It's like, these are Miles' favorites. <laughs> like everyone has. These were my great grandma's favorites. Yep. Like my great grandma, not my mom's great grandma. Yeah. She made, she really liked apricot twists. Yeah. And my mom still makes them. So it's kind of like, even though we don't really do the Christmas thing anymore, those cookies are always like. Yeah. Yeah. She always comments that I'm going to have to take over soon. And I'm like, I've never baked really anything <laughs> in my life. If you can follow instructions, you can bake. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I can't bake. I'm more of a throw it together kind of cook. Oh, I'm, I would definitely be a baker if anything. I'm not yeah. Really when you cook. like the way that you cook versus the way that I cook is hilarious. Cause like you cook and there's like a recipe and there's a lot of like very exact measuring going on and like it's follow the recipe to a T and I'm like, read the recipe once kind of memorize it. <laughs> And then, like, just do the thing. It usually comes out all right. Yeah, usually I'll ask you, like, is this, like, a recipe? And you're like, it's a combination of recipes and my own additions. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I usually combine. I've I've done a lot of Monster Mash recipes with, like, stir fries. And the turkey burgers that I make are a mashup of three different recipes. So they they turned out okay. So what's your favorite Christmas memory or tradition? I don't, we don't we're not really, like, a tradition family. And Christmas, like really Thanksgiving has always been the bigger holiday. When we were little, like Christmas was, um, was big. Cause like I have some cousins who are around my age and I, um, have five aunts and uncles and just a very large kind of family and everyone is fairly local. And so we would all do our own thing on Christmas morning and then come together like Christmas afternoon for like a dinner. Um, and we would do like 
uh, when we got a little bit older, so beyond like kid age where all the aunts and uncles are buying toys for all the kids because that's like what you did, um, we would do like a white elephant. So we would do like a $40 limit or $20 limit or something. So you go get a gift and like you know how white elephant works, right? Pick a number. Mm-hmm. And so usually with like the family and the, you know, the extended family, like we would have friends come join us and family friends. Like you'd end up with like, 40 people at this white elephant or at our like Christmas um, lunch. And so inevitably this thing would always happen and it's hilarious. And it like, it's just what stands out as like um, in my head when I think about my family at Christmas, um, somebody either like you, you know, when you play white elephant, there's that person who just takes like forever to pick their gift. Like they have to look at all of them. They have to pick them up. They have to like shake it. They have to weigh um so inevitably that person whoever it was going to be that year starts wandering around the tree and picking up all the gifts and then like somebody in the crowd of my family would start humming this like this tune and it goes is that song it's a holiday song mm-hmm. you know it and so as soon as that tune would start getting hymned the words would start and the words to the song are very simple. It's why are we waiting? Why are we waiting? And it goes on and on and you know how the song goes. So you can kind of imagine how the, like the direction that it takes, <laughs> like it gets, and then like everybody's starting to sing and the person realizes like, Oh shit, I'm that person this year. And so it doesn't just stop when you pick a gift, like the song has to finish and like, you know, people join in and then one of my uncles gets up and he starts like directing people and he's like louder, like crescendo over here. And then we get the staccato going. And then like, I think my grandmother would start singing the harmony and it just like, it's this incredible thing that lasts like over a minute. And, uh, it's super embarrassing for whoever the person was that took like forever to pick their gift out. But, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what stands out. <laughs> guess your family is very musical and loud that's a good way to describe and my i family. experienced that on cinco de mayo no it's drinko de mayo drinko de mayo exactly <laughs> i like my family was is pretty i would say quiet especially because we don't see like i don't really see my extended family very often yeah, anymore and like very polite and small <laughs> and then at cinco drinko de mayo there was all of a sudden i was involved in a drum circle yeah <laughs> Right. We were at my uncle's house yeah. and he has like, he has this like a very elaborate collection of bongos, like yeah, legit bongos and uh, like African type drums. And so, yeah, it's inevitable really when there's alcohol involved in my family and we're at his house, like usually someone grabs the guitar and gets going on the guitar and then the drums are going. That was funny. Did you get a drum? Did you participate? Did. Somebody gave me a drum. I think probably Megan. Oh, probably. She's like, get Alex a drum. She was probably so into it. The fact that you were at the root drum circle. Yeah, I'd had to participate. And that was a really, that was a fairly like mild drum circle. And like the grand scheme of drums as they occur in my family, which is, it can get really very rowdy. Do you remember what drum you had? It was like a big one or a little one? It was one that was like on the, fl- it went down, it was like down to the floor. Oh, you got a big one. And then, but I had to, and I squeezed it with my knees. Yes. Yeah. But I was sitting on a chair. Yeah. I think yeah. I did a pretty good job. Couldn't really get the beat, but no one <laughs> noticed. Yeah. It's not, it's not actually that important. 
so yeah, I guess a lot of my family members are kind of musical stringed instruments and drums and things like that piano um yeah so that's i think the the anti-holiday traditions that we're doing now i like like the cookies are fun but i like uh i kind of like getting away and not doing the like the presents and the super like consumer thing because i find that's a that gets a little bit exhausting i think like once kids are in the picture it's a little more fun but it's you know, like adults giving each other presents. I'm not super into that. I'd rather just spend time with people. So hard to know what to get somebody who's like, I mean, everybody has what they want nowadays. Yeah. I already got, I got you um, surgery for the cat. Right. <laughs> I hope you like it. But anyways, um, so that's, yeah, that's our, I'm trying to think if I have any more. That one's just so stands out, but um, so we're on day, what day are we on on the tactic calendar? Is it day 14? Hmm. Let me check. Well, we started on the 27th and today is the 13th. So 16 days. We're Sweet. two days into the giveaways. Yeah. So we're doing, um, we're doing 12 days of giveaways, 12 days of tactic, whatever you want to call it as the, um, kind of the, the 12 days of Christmas on the, I haven't been super annoying with that theme yet, but maybe I'll get there. <laughs> Um, so we're, we've given away, so Nova three was yesterday. Rosso was today. Um, we have some more coming. So, um, I don't know. It's been really, I've really enjoyed this calendar mm-hmm. a lot more than I thought it would like not only personally doing it, but like just seeing people get really excited about it. Yeah. People are really into it. I think some of the tasks have been a little more difficult. Today seems to be a tough one for people. Yeah. Drinking a hundred ounces of water. I think throughout the day a lot of people who think they they're like yeah I drink water I I like I drink a lot um 100 ounces is like that is a lot of water mm-hmm. but it's, it's something you should be doing on a daily basis yeah like someone asked me earlier well how do you not just go pee all the time and it's like um I remember and I don't drink 100 a day but I um you know I drink a lot and it's this thing like eventually you get used to it and it's not like you get used to going to the bathroom your body just adjusts to that fluid intake and you don't go uh, quite as much but also ask yourself like well why like why is you know maybe you go to the bathroom like four times in a day so if you, that goes to like six or eight maybe that's normal maybe only four times a day is like abnormal mm-hmm. so i don't know you get to kind of recalibrate yeah what's normal as we go along here but i think that one was challenging apparently putting your fork down during eating which is something that i've kind of just started doing um that was challenging for people eating without distraction yeah that's like putting your phone away and turning the tv off i think is hard in general for i think it's especially hard Uh, some of my single clients were like that was tough yeah because they're like you know i don't really have anybody to talk to so without like the tv it's kind of like i'm just sitting there Mm -hmm. which is really how you're supposed to eat yeah it's that whole like mindful eating thing so you're paying very close attention to your food a lot of and i'm guilty of this i'm just like and it's been a thing since my childhood. I come in for dinner and I'm in a rush to get back outside. And so it's like, let's just scarf this thing down. Mm-hmm. And I'm still like that. It's like, okay, I got to get back to work, especially during the day. It's like, I'm just going to, you know, scarf down breakfast while I'm eating. Yeah. And then scarf down lunch. Yeah. I like the word scarf. I can tell. <laughs> scarf. Um, but every, I think we all get into a, a bit of a bad habit, just eating really quickly. And then there's two problems with that. Number one, 
you don't realize, especially if you're a weight loss person, you don't realize you're satiated until you've overeaten because it takes up like 20 minutes or something until you feel full. So yeah. if your meal takes 30 minutes, then you'll stop before you're done, eat, like when you're done eating, when, yeah. you, when your body is done eating. Whereas if you scarf down, you know, <laughs> a huge meal in 10 minutes and then 10 minutes after you're done your meal, you're, you know, full. You're like uncomfortable. Yeah. If you had eaten slower then you probably wouldn't have consumed as much. Yeah. And then also it's really good for gut health because it allows your enzymes and stuff and like all that to give time to work. Yeah. If you're chewing your food more, like if you just slow everything down, like a lot of the, like your, your digestion starts in your mouth. That's mm-hmm. what, that's what it's there for. That's what you have teeth for. Like, um, what was that stat? I saw it a I, while ago. It's funny that you're saying this because I can actually hear you swallow food sometimes because it goes down in like chunks. I know, but I'm a goat. Uh, yeah. You can't get away with that. No. Um, the uh, I heard some stat. I I think it was uh, when I was doing maybe research for that paleo article on the amount of time that our that like ancestral human beings used to spend in a day chewing, and it's like four or five hours a day chewing your food. But also they were eating like raw meat. Oh, I know. But like that just goes to show it's raw meat. They were eating unprocessed fruits and vegetables, nuts, seeds, like Mm -hmm. things that were a little bit more involved. But that just kind of goes to show you how important it actually is. And it's how like kind of lazy we've gotten. I mean, it's a luxury of being able to process our foods, even cook our foods. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's like that's a, a big one. I think that that everyone can probably get better on. I can certainly get better on it. Um. What do you think has been people, what do you think has been the favorite one so far? I loved yesterday's. I thought I, yesterday was I really liked, good. I enjoyed doing it. I really enjoyed reading other people's responses. It was write down three things. And I got this from the five minute journal, mm-hmm. which I used to do pretty diligently. It's um, write down three things that you did well today and three things that could be improved on. And so we just kind of said three things that you do well in general, three things that you can improve on. Yeah. And it's funny there was a lot of kind of repeats yeah which makes sense sure health related um like spending spending time more time with your family being yeah. more um mindful and present stuff like that that you kind of you don't often think about wanting to improve you just go about your life yeah so i really enjoyed that one mm-hmm. um so where did like where do people go after this this calendar challenges up like obviously like doing random things day to day is a good it's like a good a good way to get an idea of like oh these are some things that I haven't done before and you know I like that or I didn't like that why didn't I like that did I not like it because it was difficult or it was actually like you know something that's negative for me um so what like how do how do people tie this up like where do we go um I think well we're planning on doing a recap at the end, like mm-hmm. trying to get people to think back and, and ask themselves what exactly that, what they enjoy doing, why they enjoy doing it, what they think would benefit them by implementing it into their daily routine. Um, you know, what would be more difficult, what would be easier. And then if, if it's, it's something that they're going to struggle with, say they, they think that, um, planning their day out ahead of time of eating will really help them get back on track with nutrition or help them lose weight or perform better. 
but they need accountability because it is difficult to do, then maybe they reach out for coaching because all of these tasks that we've outlined are things that we work with on our with our clients. And a lot of our clients who are doing this um, have said to us and given us some feedback. They're like, I already do all this. I do this. Mm-hmm. I already do this one. Like I don't eat artificial sweetener. I don't, you know, I go for walks every day. I have a vegetable with breakfast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they don't do, not everybody does all of this stuff, but you slowly implement this stuff into their days and kind of keep them accountable and keep reminding them and asking mm-hmm. them how it's coming along and how they're enjoying it and making sure it's still working. Yeah. Um, and so uh, like, you know, signing up for coaching or just on their own, picking two or three that they're going to implement and maybe printing out a whole new calendar for the month of January and February yep. and checking off. All right. I had my glass of water in the morning. I went for my 10 minute walk and I wrote down three things that I did well today. Yeah. And, and that can be a really good way of giving feedback of a success, like a success and mm-hmm. create motivation for the next day. Yeah. Because you're not going to see any like great results from, drinking a glass of water every day so you don't really get that motivation but you might get motivation and satisfaction from just you know checking something off for sure yeah so there there are multiple ways to kind of jump off from this Mm -hmm. i think it's like it's definitely dipping your toe in the water with regards to like you know what is healthy like what does behavior change look like how does it start and it doesn't definitely does not start doing everything all at once and so it's like you said you have to identify the most beneficial behaviors or like tasks that were completed and figure out how to do those on a daily basis. And it's great. Like some people maybe can be accountable to themselves, but then it's like, you know, we've talked about this a lot. If it's something that you know you want to do and you know that it's, it's good for you to do, but you can't quite figure out how to make it happen. Like that's sort of when you have to put some accountability in place somewhere in your life. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be us but it should be it should be someone there should be a system there or um you know a group just someone that can kind of help you along the path and then like implementing one thing makes implementing the next thing easier because a lot of times our systems overlap so if you can kind of figure out how to add in you know one good behavior it becomes way easier to add in a second good behavior or a third and all of a sudden like Maybe you don't see a ton of physical benefits from drinking, you know, a 12 ounce glass of water when you wake up every single day for a month, but maybe you will see a a physical benefit or feel better if you do that and you eat a vegetable with every meal and you do a workout every day. Like now you're doing three really important things that, that, you know, they kind of, they check your other behaviors. Like how likely is it that someone who, you know, goes to the trouble to include a vegetable at every single meal is going to go have french fries. It's less likely, right? Because it's like this mental check. Yep. So that's where that type of behavior becomes really relevant, really important because it it sort of corrects other behaviors that you might have in your life. Like someone who eats bothers to eat broccoli with breakfast, like probably is less likely to go get like, you know, some frappy latte from Starbucks or, you know, a, a Coke. It just like, that's, that's the, the true power here yep. is figuring out how to get those things. Like, it's not like, we're not trying to take things away. Like that's, that's the key I think is, you know, to what a healthy lifestyle is or even a healthy diet is it, you know, it's less about what we're removing and more about what we're adding. Mm-hmm. So we're just, we're adding lots of good things 
and it becomes less it becomes more difficult to fit in those like less good things yeah i remember so a lot of and we do this a lot of our clients and followers because we posted about it drink a glass of water in the morning with lemon juice and pink himalayan sea salt and it just has some some benefits uh for digestion and just getting more fluid in right away um but one thing that it does is it starts to create a morning routine and routine is is really important for like a healthy lifestyle you need to kind of have your you know a bit of a plan um even we were talking today sometimes hunger signals and stuff like that are hard to rely on and having a routine okay i eat breakfast at this time i eat lunch at this time i eat dinner at this time helps you kind of stay on track with your health and implementing something small like having a glass of water first thing in the morning is a really good way to just like it's the it's the the very beginning and then like you said you can kind of build on that yeah like so all of a sudden you have not only a morning routine but you have a lunch routine Mm -hmm. and now breakfast and lunch are taken care of and even if you eat a different dinner every single day which lots of people do um you know it's not there's not three meals where everything is totally variable there's one meal where it's totally variable and two that are very well structured and like that's a good thing because it's it's predictable Mm -hmm. and it's it's the same and you don't have to think about it and like it just it's one more thing that's automated yep so it's especially helpful for people who have busy schedules which is pretty much everybody yeah at least you know when work is in full force yeah to have these things it's like every morning okay i get up and i have this 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 and then i you know go to work yeah rather than just like getting up and being in a complete frenzy (laughs) which a lot of people are because they're like well what am i going to eat for breakfast yeah because they haven't even bothered to think about what they have in their fridge for breakfast so now all of a sudden they don't have anything for breakfast so they're scrambling and they have to stop at you know mcdonald's and get a biscuit and like uh hash brown or whatever whatever you get from what is mcdonald's hash okay mcdonald's hash browns are delicious they're the the big ones yeah, right they come in they like come the in the sleeve. sleeve oh man it's like i don't know what it is. is it it's like salt and fat and potato and you put those things together and it's like i could eat 12 of those things what it is is it's like it's all of these tiny little potatoes like chopped up mm-hmm. or like tiny little pieces of potato chopped up and then like smashed together and then fried. Yeah. And I don't crave fast food very often, but if I were to have a craving for fast food and when I do have it, it's always McDonald's breakfast. Huh. It's the hotcakes with syrup and butter and hash browns. I was craving sausage. the other day a, and I haven't had one of these in ages, a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's yeah that's like one sometimes of i really want go to i haven't had that in year i had a lot of those in college in bojangles but you don't know what bojangles is no it's like we'll go to bojangles next time we're in north carolina you're gonna hate it okay sounds delicious yeah but yeah i think this is i i think that this calendar has just been great yeah no I love it and not to toot my own horn by any means I just you know I had uh we had a teacher reach out and say this again not to toot my own horn this has been awesome for me this is something I want to incorporate with my students yeah would you mind if I shared it with them and it was like absolutely not yeah take it run Um, with it 
because, and I think people are enjoying it because it, as much as it is nutrition related, but it's like the prerequisite for good nutrition. Yeah. Cause it's I was not never like, gonna... Oh, you have to hit your macros every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to do this or this, or this and lose weight. It's not like, you know, anything where that, like it's a nutrition challenge, which is not what we believe in anyways. Yeah. Like it's... we were, we were never going to do a nutrition challenge, but like healthy habits are the base of nu- good nutrition and yeah. good lifestyle. So that was kind of where, where we wanted to go with that. And it seems to be working. Yeah, for sure. Um, like somebody, these whole 30 challenges are about to start up. And like part of the reason we wanted to do this before the new year was to kind of like, you know, load the gun a little bit. Everybody, you know, for some reason, January 1st is significant. Even though it's the same as December 31st, it's the same as January 2nd. Like it's just a day. But for some reason, people love to try to do things on January 1st. And so it's like, all right, you're going to try to do whatever it is you want, you want to do like, um, save money, go on a diet, like whatever the, the big new year's resolution is going to be. So like, let's focus some attention before we get to January 1st on how the heck do you actually do that? Like, how do you, how do you set intentions and build habits before we get to that day? Because it's really, really hard to you know, be good at driving a car and learn like while you're also learning how to drive a car. So like if you don't set yourself up for success before you get to this, you know, date of significance when you're going to try to do something, then you won't be successful. Yeah. And maybe you won't be digging yourself out as deep of a hole on January 1. Yeah. Yeah. Not that eating a vegetable at breakfast prevents you from eating 10 cookies, but it might. I think it definitely checks that behavior. It sets... A uh, good mindset. Uh-huh. So. Yep. Um, we've got some good days coming up, though. I was We were looking at it last night because we were setting the the prize list, which, what, by the way, we're announcing on December the 26th. So The winners. The winners, yeah. So we're going to – we have them picked for yesterday. We're going to pick them today, but we're not going to announce any until the end. I yeah. think it's just better that way. There's um, some good prizes. I'm really excited about what we have coming up. Like, very excited. Um, and we have some cool days too. So it's like, I think people are, you know, they have some time off for the holidays and we have some good days coming up and, you know, it's a good thing to focus on. Holidays tend to be more, a little more indulgent with food and drinking and social activity if you're in an area where that's safe to do. So it's good to do one, you know, one or two good things every day and ours are easy. So you should do them. Mm-hmm. It's not too late either. Like you can't, if you didn't start a couple weeks ago, it's not too late to start now. You get some good, you know, 10 days of good, uh, good work on your behaviors and habits and you get to play our 12 days of giveaways. So, um, what are you looking forward to in the new year? Anything? Um, I'm not really... Well, it's funny that you say budget because after buying a house and that and our car, I'm like, I just want to save money now. <laughs> but that's always my attitude. It's not a January thing. Um, I'm not, I don't really do like New Year's resolutions. I never really have. Yeah. I'm always more of like, I feel like September for me is always the fresh start because that's when like the new school year starts. And even though I'm 31, I'm like, I'm still stuck on that. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. It's like starting school seems like a fresh year never really was a a January challenge person or like a new year's resolution. So I think just go into the new year with the same attitude as always. And that's like 
do my best and keep improving. Crush it. No, you've got a good challenge. I do. That actually wasn't where I was going with that question, okay. but I I do have a good challenge coming up in January. And it's not like... Well, where were you going with that question? I was just wondering what you were looking forward to okay. next year. But since you asked, I'm going to tell everybody about my challenge. Um, this originally started for me, but I think I will post it in case anyone wants to join. And like, it's not because, again, I don't find January 1st to be significant, but I do want to start it on day one of a month. And I want to start it like soon so it just so happens to be january 1 if we were in january right now then it would start february 1 it's a coincidence but what it is is it's um i'm gonna use the assault bike but you could use any erg it just has to be the same erg for the entire month like you can't rotate if you have more ergs so um pick one and stick with it but it's gonna be a, a building calorie challenge and so um day one it, it starts out pretty easy right but i think it gets it gets hard quick. Um, so day one is 10 calories. Day two is 20 calories. Day three is 30, so on and so forth. Um, I think there's 30 days in January, right? So you end with 300 calories. But essentially you have like, you know, a significant number of days over uh, 150 calories in a day. And it can't be part of a workout. So if you happen to have an assault bike workout or erg workout where you accumulate you know, X number of calories or more, that doesn't count. It has to be additive. Um, and you can do them any way you want. You can ride it straight through as hard as you can, which I'll probably do for 10. And then that will stop. <laughs> uh, intervals. Um, yeah, anything like that, any kind of way. But I think it'll What if be you miss a day? Well, you can't. That's the whole thing. But what if you do? What if you have to go away for work? And you missed two days in a row. Then pick up where you left off. Do your best to get every single day. Don't give can yourself you, an can excuse. Can you make up calories is what I mean. Oh. Uh, like if you miss if you miss 100 and 110, yeah. can you do on 120 like 330? Yeah, sure. That's fine. I guess it would be like 350. Yeah. I mean the big thing is like you don't give yourself an excuse for it. And mm -hmm. I think I, I might, I'm like on the fence about this. I might do it first thing in the morning, like before I do anything, just like go downstairs, ride my calories, come up, finish, you know, get started with what I'm doing for the day. I haven't decided if I'm going to do that or not. Um, I'm leaning towards yes, but we'll see. It'll be hard. 300 calories, like right out of bed would be a little gross, but yeah. So that's my January. Do you have to do it. What if you did like 100 at seven in the morning 100 at noon and 100 at like four. No, it has to be continuous. Oh, okay. Yeah. It has to be in one continuous effort. Unless you're riding. I mean like. What if you do it in a workout? No, I just said it has to be additive. It can't be in a workout. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. That's, hmm. I just said it a minute ago. Sorry. You weren't listening. So if you have like 10 rounds of, you know, 20 calorie assault bike, something, something, something. Like that's really neat, but you still have to ride your 200 calories. So, um, you can do it on a rower, you can do it on a ski erg, um, you can do it on a bike erg, you can do it on anything that can record calories, air runner, ugh. but, uh, yeah, if, if you want to do it, let's do it. I'm going to start January 1st, which I think we're back, right? Yeah, we're back. Mm -hmm. So we'll be in the new place by then, the new gym. Um, but that's kind of it. You got anything else? No. You're getting hungry, I can tell. <laughs> you can always tell. No, you stupid twat. 
I'm going to have to beep that out. <laughs> Is that a swear word? I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. Okay. We'll leave it in. Um, yeah, so that's that's uh, that's kind of it. We hope you're enjoying the calendar challenge. We've enjoyed seeing everyone post about it. It certainly kept us busy. So we, re- we really appreciate it. Um, we might do another podcast before the holiday, but... If we don't, we hope that you have a wonderful holiday, however you like to celebrate it, however you're celebrating it this year, um, even if you're not getting to celebrate it with your family. Stay safe. Stay safe. Um, You know, wear a mask, wash your hands. (laughs) Pretty straightforward. I'm not going to get into the vaccine. I'm not going to get into the vaccine. I'm not (laughs) going to get into the vaccine. (laughs) I was like, unless you don't believe in science, then do whatever you want. um no i'm not gonna get into the vaccine if you want to know my thoughts on the vaccine i'll tell you but um that's an as requested topic at this point the other day i came downstairs she had finished a workout and it was like 10 minutes i still hadn't heard her like get up and start moving around in the gym so i came down i'm like you all right she's like yeah i'm just writing something i'm just writing something down it's in my head but i wanted to get it out i'm like well what is it she's like oh just some stuff on the vaccine (laughs) don't i'm like well for what I'm, I don't know. I might post it. I might not. I'm still deciding. It's, I, I don't know. But it's really well written. And most importantly, it's out of my head. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't, I don't maybe have to think about Maybe it. the world will see it. Maybe they won't. Maybe. Yeah. But it's, it's there. It's in the notes, the notes app on my iPhone. Um, anywho, that's it. We're going to go, I'm going to go cook Alex dinner and cuddle Ivy. So thanks for listening. Um, as always, follow us. Uh, if you have questions, comments, or episode topic requests, send them to us over social media or email. We are always open for topics unless they're stupid and then we'll pretend like we don't know you. Um, (laughs) Just kidding. We'll indulge you by saying, yeah, sure. Um, Have a great holiday. We will talk to you guys soon.